This is Positively Farming Media. When it comes to my animals' housing, I want the best bedding for them and least amount of work for me. That's why I use Eaton Pet and Pastures hemp bedding in my chicken coops, duck house, where my baby goats love to cuddle puddle, and as a base layer under the straw in my barn stalls. Eaton Pet and Pastures hemp bedding is made from 100% naturally grown hemp and is superior in every way to alternatives. It's soft and cozy for them and two times more absorbent, which means I get to clean half as often. And when it's cleanup time, it sweeps up like a dream. Get 20% off your first order from Eaton Pet and Pasture by going to eatonpetandpasture.com and using code 0clucks20. And when you start having your hemp bedding auto-delivered, you'll save on every shipment while always having it on hand when you need it. Talk about taking the stress out of mucking day. Make the switch today to Eaton Pet and Pastures Hemp Bedding, made for a happy pet, healthy planet, and is a farm choice that aligns with my values. Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. I never know how to start this anymore without asking you what you're drinking, but you are you do have a cute mug today, so I will comment on that very cute mug that you have. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's one yes. of my favorites from Beers Run Mud. She's a potter that's local to the area, Ooh. so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does make for starting the podcast a little more awkward not having a set way to like get into all of this, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. My social anxiety no longer has the crutch of alcohol at the beginning of our podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that I'm socially an- anxious with you, but really that was just a bad joke. <laughs> well, uh, no, it's funny. I was thinking about that too, though. Uh, that's that's exactly how I felt. So you're not alone. You're not alone there. <laughs> you know, well, we're, we're in the process of just revamping and rebranding as we go along because, you know, if we waited until it was perfect, it would never happen. So here we are. In all of our <laughs> imperfectionist ways. <laughs> yes. At least we can say we're authentic. It's true. There we go. That's true. We'll take it. <laughs> so in today's episode, we're going to talk all about gardening tools or things that we use in the garden. Some of them have been ultra fabulous. Others have been a letdown for lack of a better word. And so it happens. We're going to tell you all about those. And there's even some tools that I've bought and haven't even used. And you'll get to hear about those also. So (laughs) I mean, I'm in the same boat. I I bought some things for last year and then I ended up never using them because my son decided to show up three months early. So I'm in the same boat. I mean, at least you had a valid reason. I bought them and put them away and (laughs) forgot I owned them. So that's, I don't know. I don't have a good reason. (laughs) It'll happen. It'll happen. So our drink peeps this episode are our friends Natalie Quist and Jenny Beck. Natalie Quist is at Cloud Lover Fiber over on the Instagram. And Jenny Beck is at Beck's Boots to Roots. So cheers, ladies. Cheers. 
Alrighty. So Bev, what's the first favorite garden tool that you would like to talk about today? So my first favorite garden tool is actually a garden trowel. And it is a little more than like your typical garden trowel, which is like the small little shovel thing that you use when you're working in your garden beds or I guess in your in-ground garden as well. This particular trowel is like a V shape and it's long, like a hori hori knife. So, and it's pointed at the very end of it. So I use it to stab down deep to pop out weeds. So it takes the place of my hori hori knife. So I don't have to carry that tool around also. It has little tick marks on it so that I know like seed depth and measuring and whatnot when I'm trying to be precise, which I mean, have you met me? I really don't measure things in the garden. I'm most of a, I'm I'm mostly a wing it and let's see what happens kind of person. But it does have those, uh, which is helpful. My husband uses those because he measures everything twice before he cuts. So, (laughs) (laughs) And because it is a trowel, it works as like a small shovel as well. So when I'm like digging trenches or like when I'm setting up my garden beds and I'm direct sewing, I'll use it to make the straight lines and like the the trench essentially that I'm going to put all the seeds in and that works really well for that. So it just like, it's something that my husband got me for Christmas and it has been so incredibly useful. I can't even imagine gardening without it now. I use it all the time. It's always with me. So it had to be my first one that I shared about. Yeah, I might have to pick me one of those up because I'm going to have a lot of weeding to do right there. (laughs) So sidebar, I actually am going to have much less weeding to do this year because I have help with the weeding right now. So we have a friend that borrowed one of our cars and got into an accident with it. But we have like, yeah, but we have like a really, really high deductible because that saves us on our monthly insurance bill. But like, we never intended somebody else to have to ever pay that deductible if something happened. Yeah. So I decided like, you know what, like that's my deductible. I picked that amount. Like most people wouldn't do that. And I definitely would have never had it that high if I thought, this person was going to have to pay this. So I said, you know what? I could actually really use help in the garden. So how about I pay you an hourly rate to help me get the garden set up for the season? And that will pay off the deductible for the car. And he was like so excited to do it. And it's been fabulous. He's come two days already and like, We've had yeah. like so much progress because I go out there and help working work with him and stuff. And yeah, it's been great. So plus I get I have help in the garden, which I, I love. I gardening by myself is not as fun. So total sidebar. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad it's not like slave labor. Like no. there's a rate associated with it <laughs> to to pay off his bill without, you know. Him having to be out there for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's <laughs> a fair good. wage rate. And I was really, it was really important that I did that. And I actually am taking like five, an extra $5 an hour that I'm like adding to it. And I'm actually going to put it 
away as like money to give him at the end to help pay off some of his credit card Aww. debt because like I just I'm I need the help that's what I need right and I recognize so that it's a trade-off yeah. yeah and so it, it's something that I feel good about like helping move this person along in the direction they want to go and also I get the help that I need so yeah mm-hmm. yeah you took a crap situation and did something productive with it it sounds like. I tried to. I tried to. So he's been using that tool a lot too, and he likes it also. So <laughs> good. Five stars. So it's not just you. It's not just awesome. me. <laughs> so what about you? What is something that you have really enjoyed that you've bought for your garden? So I haven't gotten to try a lot of the things that I've bought previously. Like I mentioned earlier, I have a couple of things that I'm looking forward to trying this year. Potentially. But the thing I probably used the most the past two years, really the year before I used it more, was is that seating square. We've talked about it before. And we'll make sure we link all this stuff for you guys to be able to just go look at and maybe even buy if you want to try it too. But that seating square, I'm with you. I don't like to measure to do like seed spacing and stuff. So this is like a good compromise because I don't have to be out there with like a ruler or trying to learn how to eyeball spacing. So it's basically the square and it's got different color coded holes that you like poke down into it, drop seeds in. So for beans, you do a certain color for herbs. You're going to do, there's like 12 holes on the square foot. Okay. So you drop a bunch in there. So it's basically square foot planting and I've done it both in the raised beds and in the ground and it works really well. You know, if you're doing something bigger like a zucchini plant, you can kind of press down hard enough in the ground right next to each other so you can see, okay, I need, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but say you need three square feet of space to grow something, you can like plot that out with that tool as well and then just dump it right in the middle. So it's not an expensive tool. I have a lot of fun with it. So I highly recommend it if you're looking to kind of look like you have your crap together and you're precisely spacing things <laughs> without having to actually get a ruler out. It's a really great tool. <laughs> so you want to know something really funny? That tool is on my list of things I've bought that I haven't used yet. I own one of those and I <laughs> bought it. I put it in all my gardening stuff and it's Still in the box. You just haven't used it yet. Never used it. Well, maybe it. you can use your um, garden assistant. Maybe your garden assistant can use it and mm-hmm. plant you a few things. Yeah, you know? that's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as we're done recording this episode, I'm going to go get it out. That way I like put it somewhere so that I don't forget I own it again. So you use it. Use it this year. <laughs> well, and I think you do like a lot of started plants too, right? I do. Yeah. Yep. I start seeds. So yeah. yeah, that would make it a little easier, I think, for you to forget or maybe not use it as much as me because I just haven't had a lot of success with starting my own seeds yet just because of my setup is just not ideal for it. That's a future goal to have a greenhouse. But right now, <laughs> just dropping seeds in the dirt is easier for me or buying starts. So yeah, but the seating square is my jam. It's probably my favorite thing out there. And if I lost it or broke it, I would buy a new one and have it here the next day from Amazon. That's how much I like it. (laughs) I can't imagine a more efficient or better endorsement of a tool than that. (laughs) Yes. All right. So what is next on your list? 
So next on my list is the Bucket Boss Garden Tool Organizer. So it's basically like a multi-pocket fanny pack for your bucket. So it like goes on your bucket and all your tools like go in the little pockets and then you pick your bucket up and all your tools are all on it. And then I use the bucket to put the weeds in as I'm walking through the garden and doing stuff. Or I can harvest into it also if I'm at that stage in the garden right now. It's just weeding season. But that way I can have all my tools on me and I have a receptacle for whatever I'm working on. So I don't just like leave a pile of weeds somewhere to compost in place. (laughs) Love it. Like that. That sounds like it's very similar. And I did click on it and look, it seems very similar to one of the things I haven't used yet that's on my list. So mine's a Scuttles garden tool set. My mom got it for me for Christmas. It was on my list, my Christmas list, and it's very similar concept. It comes with the tools, which is great because I left all my garden tools in the garden because of how quickly I had to go to the hospital. (laughs) So like they're all rusted out and gross because they were cheap to begin with anyway. So I was like, I'm going to need some new stuff. But it does have that nice center area where you can put stuff in it too, like for harvesting your garden or um, weeds or whatever. So yeah, I haven't used that one yet. That's on my haven't used list. Um, but I can say I'm excited to use it, especially since it's on your, f- something similar is on your favorite list. So yeah, I'll try that out. I like it. I like it. So next is this garden cart scooter thing that Jared got me for our anniversary last year. So last year was the steel year anniversary. My husband's really good at like doing the traditional anniversary gifts. And so it was steel. Yeah, I try hard. I try very hard. I I can't remember what they are, so I've... I Google. (laughs) I can't remember to Google what they are. (laughs) That's fair, but I always struggle with what to get my husband because usually if he wants something, he just buys it. So then I have to get creative, and that is my crutch is what was it for that year. So I can... Like, I can't even remember what it was last year, but I, I remember it being a good one. But anyways... This thing is super cute, so tell me more about it. Yeah, so basically what it is is it's like a seat that you can use in the garden. It has like a really nice like wide like comfy shaped kind of seat. It doesn't have a pad on it, but it is really comfortable to sit on. It's all steel, so like if you get stuff all over it, it like you just has it off, which is really nice. It has a little cart, like a, I guess, what do I want to call it? Like a basket on the back of it to put like things in so that you can kind of like sit on it and use your legs to like scoot through your garden paths, but you're not having to like stay like bent over and like crouch down and like get up and crouch down and get up. You can kind of stay seated on the seat and use your legs to push yourself along the paths. And it like, it saves my lower back a lot. And so that's why I love it. And It has like kind of like all-terrain tires on it, which is nice. So it doesn't tend to get stuck places. And it it's a good size, so it fits really well in between all of our rows. And when I'm doing something that requires a long time of sitting, like 
when I'm trellising tomatoes or pruning tomatoes, I'll sit there with my shears and get to work in a whole section that I can reach and then move and do that instead of all the, yeah. Because otherwise, like all the getting up and the, yeah, like it gets really exhausting. And so it like, it helps me feel like, feel like I'm not as old as I am when I'm working in the garden. <laughs> You're really not that old. I know but, I'm not. I know I'm not. You know, not. when you have back issues or any kind of mobility issues, that can be really discouraging and make you not want to be out there where it's not fun. So that is an incredibly creative and thoughtful gift from your husband for that's like tailored to your needs. Like he, he knocked it out of the park. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the seat is adjustable too. So like I can use it for the in-ground garden and the raised beds. Like you like spin the seat. So it comes up and is higher. So we, you can like sit and work at the height that you need to. So it's not like stuck in its position, Yeah, which would like make you like have to like crouch all funny depending on what you're working on. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. After a long day of work and family responsibilities, my fave way to unwind and reset is with my flock throwing a grubbly happy hour. The best part about a grubbly happy hour is I can enjoy it in whatever way I want. I can choose to do a leisurely stroll as my feathered friends follow me for more, rage throw them at the sky so I can get over the mess my kids left on the counter, or sometimes I go all out and make my flock their own special Grubly's donuts and sneak myself a treat to eat without anyone whining to ask for some. All I need is a bag of Grubly's and like five minutes to myself. Seriously, I'm a new person after I've had a short Grubly happy hour with my cluckin' BFFs. To get yours, go to grublyfarms.com and use code DRINKINFARM25 for 25% off your first bag of Grubly's. And take the mental stress off your happy hour planning by subscribing to have your Grublies auto-delivered. You'll save on every shipment. So what is another thing that you've got on your list? So I've only used it one day, but it's good enough to put it on the greatest, greatest hits list. So it's a garden auger that's like a drill attachment. Oh, I have one of those. I didn't even put it on my list. So it's got like a spiral. I think I got the idea from you, okay. honestly. Yes. <laughs> but yes, so I think I got the idea from you, and I think I saw somebody else on Instagram use it too. But when I was digging, needing to dig to do like perennials, like bulbs, to get them down into the ground, and there were like a hundred of them. I'm like, I'm not hand digging all these. This is stupid. So I think it was like 15 bucks on Amazon or something, maybe a little more, but basically it just like drills the hole super fast. I will say you need to be careful because if you do hit a rock or something hard, it can like twist your wrist and it doesn't feel great. But yes, that is definitely worth getting. If you have a lot of like bulbs, you're going to be planting. If you have like a cool flower garden or something, Highly recommend that. It's very nice. Yeah. Um, The other way I use that is, you know, we use our weed barrier and I'll burn holes in the weed barrier to space the plants out. And then I use the auger to drill the holes where I've spaced the plants out to just to kind of break the ground up during the first year of planting. After that, I usually don't have to re-auger, but sometimes I do, depending on how compacted it got down there. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So what else do you have on your list? So the last thing that I have on my favorite list is called a hand plow. And this is another gift for my husband. It's something, actually, I just realized every single thing on my list was a gift for my husband. I didn't research any of these tools. He did all the (laughs) research for the gardening tools. And I'm just confirming that they work. Yeah, I just realized that. I had actually never seen a hand plow or heard of one until I got it for Christmas. It wasn't this last year. It was the year before. But basically, like, it looks like a little triangle plow type of thing, but it's handheld. So it's another tool that I use to loosen weeds or, you know, loosen, like, I'll I'll use it to pull out grass because it's, like, kind of sharp so it can get under all those, all those roots and stuff. And it can also help, like, break apart things. So, like, I break up, like, compressed soil and stuff like that with it. And it's just like super handy. And it's another tool that I use to draw lines in my garden bed when I'm like plotting out where I'm going to put things because it's got that like, you know, sharp edge and yeah. Yeah. It looks like it could be a murder weapon. It does. Yes. It looks very aggressive. I think most of my garden (laughs) tools look like murder weapons. Uh, I have a really great like handsaw (laughs) that like, that I use that like pops out because I have a bad habit of using my pruners for things that I'm not supposed to. So my husband bought me a handsaw that is like foldable. (laughs) Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have one more thing on my list that I haven't used yet. And that is a walk behind planter. So basically it's, if you haven't seen it before, definitely click on the link and check it out. But basically it's like this little wheelie thing. It looks like a little tricycle almost, but you walk behind it. And it's got these little discs. So depending on what you're planting, like corn or beans or something else, like if you have a large in-ground area and don't want to spend a lot of time bending over to put things into holes, that sounded weird, (laughs) but to put seeds into holes to plant your garden, this can be a very great tool. My parents use it, so that's why I bought it and they love it. Uh, You can plant a very large area very quickly because you just dump a bunch of seeds in there and just walk behind it and it just drops them in based on the little disc that measures it out perfectly, hypothetically. But I bought that so I wouldn't have to bend over a lot while I was pregnant, Mm -hmm. but I never got to use it. I think it might still be on my back porch. (laughs) In the box? Just waiting to be used. (laughs) Yes, just waiting to be used. So, yeah. That's a thing that I might be trying this year, depending on how big I end up wanting to go. I'm still debating. Like, I have a ton of seeds. I'm still debating if I want to do corn at all or not. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Because I'm thinking I might just stick to my beds and some other smaller things this year. But planting corn, if I could use that and we could use the tractor to break up the dirt I need, like, it wouldn't be that difficult. And it could be one of those things where I just set an expectation with myself that, you know, if it doesn't go well, that's fine, but we'll see. So I might have to try that one next year if I don't this year. (laughs) Yeah, I like knowing about that tool, though, because I've been thinking of scaling a couple of things up because of the restaurant. I'm going to be really picky about what I decide that I want to grow for the restaurant. Cause there's, there's so many people out there that already grow a lot of stuff. So I told my business partner, I said, um, please stop me from trying to do anything myself. If we already have 
someone that we know and love that does that thing so that we can just support them instead. Oh, Because yeah. I get excited yeah. and I want to try all the things mm-hmm. and do it. But I was telling them that we could potentially put in things like sweet corn and garlic is another thing that we could grow a lot of like straight in the ground. And I was originally going to put down weed cloth and burn holes, but then that would require that you bend down and plant each individual seed. But if we laid down weed cloth in the paths and left a trench that the cedar could go through, that could really cut down the work on those types of things Ah, and allow us to like scale without hurting anybody's back. (laughs) Right. And you just scoot along the pathway on your little scooter guy and pull the weeds that way. Yep. Yeah. Well, and like with corn and stuff like that too, like eventually it shades out the weeds. So you don't even have to pull weeds with corn very often once it gets tall enough. So yeah. Oh, my corn patch the first year begs to differ. But (laughs) I got wild with mine and planted pumpkins in the aisle. Yeah. So before everything, you know, kind of shaded over, it got a little crazy in there. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It felt like I was hunting for pumpkins that year. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else on your list of things that you didn't like so much? So, yeah. Now we're going to talk about the things that did not work out quite as well as I had hoped that they would I love to buy tools and try them all. And I think for me, the most disappointing one was the like stand-up claw weeder. You know, we just talked about my back and all of that. Have you ever seen those? It's like a really long pole and it has like this like three-pronged like stabby thing and you step on it and kind of like twist and it's supposed to pull like the whole weed up, like if it's got a taproot. Either it was operator error or it doesn't work as intended. <laughs> I I could never I never was able to use them. I still had to get down on my hands and knees and use my trowel to like dig under there and pull it up. So that's one that did not work out how I thought it would. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. I didn't really have anything on my list for things that I thought I'd love but didn't. Except for I could say like cheap cheap, cheap weed barrier. Oh, oh yeah. Because I consider that a tool. Yeah, for sure. That's a trap, guys. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. But yeah, I think that is my main one for this, (laughs) for this little part of the talk. (laughs) Yeah, I can't really think of anything else that I've tried yet. Hmm. I'll let you guys know. I'm sure I'll try something this year. I'll I'll hate and I'll just have a little follow-up on that. But what else is on your list? Sounds like a good follow-up corner. So the next thing is actually a gift also, but it's a gift that I asked for because I saw pictures of it and I thought that it just like looked so cool. It basically looks kind of like a gun belt, but it's like for your gardening tools and it's leather. So it like looks really nice. Um, Mine is specifically from Florette. So it's like a flower farmer's like garden tool belts type of thing. Ooh, and I love it the, is pretty. Yeah, it's it's gorgeous. I love the way it looks, but it's not as functional as I thought it would be because it doesn't have very many pockets. There's like no place to put my cell phone. Mm. And like there's no place to put seed packets and stuff like that. So like if I'm gonna go out there with like something on my waist, I feel like I like, I, my hands should be free or I shouldn't have to, like, carry around, 
like a bunch of stuff. So I don't use it very often, which is kind of a shame because it's beautiful and I like it from the looks perspective, but it has not been as functional as I hoped that it would be. Instead, I actually use the fanny pack when I go out into the garden because I can zip up the the seeds in it. And like, I know that when I bend over, I, they're not going to fall out everywhere and like end up all over the place. So yeah. Actually, I use one of the fanny packs that we got in one of our Henny and Rue boxes. <laughs> ah, there you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that was my last one for things that I thought I love, I would love, but I didn't because the other thing, because uh, the other thing that I had on there was my seating square, but we already talked about that one. So we don't need to talk about it again. <laughs> and it actually turns out it's not that I don't love the seating square. It's that I forgot I owned the seating square. So never used it. So I never gave it a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's still time. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess we'll do a little bit of house cleaning. Make sure you check out the show notes. You can go to drinkandfarm.com slash 229 or givezerocluckscom slash 299 or 229. Yep. Either of those so work. you have options. Yes, you have options these days. And then who are our Patreons we need to shout out, Bev? Our most valuable peeps are Ashley Davis, Tonya Harold, Kimberly Taylor, and DC Teitzel. Thank you so much, uh, MV peeps, for being supporters of the show. So that's it for this week. Yeah, that's it. We will have the after hours up for this episode on the Patreon for those Patreon peeps or MV peeps that are at the $5 level and above. And in our after hours for this particular episode, we're going to talk about some of our other favorite things that we love for the garden, but that might not be like tool related. So they're 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 a little more fun and for the soul but also (laughs) functional lots of things yes (laughs) yes all the things so patreon.com slash drink and farm yep that'll get you to the episode after hours for this one so that's it i guess until next time yeah drink farm and and give give zero zero clucks (laughs) bye now bye We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things.